0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast. And thank you for joining us on this Monday morning as we start the week off together. And I greatly appreciate the privilege I had to be in your life and in your uh, day today. And we hope you have a great week. And we hope today we can be a part of that in strengthening you. So if you have your Bibles, if you're following along with us, uh, we're continuing in our study through the book of Ecclesiastes. So we'll be in Ecclesiastes chapter number seven. And we're just gonna look at th- uh, three verses, this, well, four verses technically today. Um, that we're going to evaluate and the aspect of wisdom. We've mentioned recently that in, in, when you move from chapter six to chapter seven in the book of Ecclesiastes, Uh, what ends up happening is Solomon's perspective begins to change. He he spends most, a large portion of his time speaking of the vanity, the emptiness of life without God, that we really really think that money and possessions and all the things the world says is where value comes from. Well, he learned it did not. He learned it was vain or empty. He learned it was pointless and absolutely unfulfilling, which should also explain the many people battling depression and things of that nature because they're seeking after what the world Claims to offer fulfillment, and then of course does not, and it massively disappoints. And then in chapter number seven, Solomon's now looking, as he as one author said, he's kind of working his way back towards God and at the end of his life, and he's evaluating good decisions and bad decisions, and he's beginning to establish really from some good perspectives that we should have on that walk of law and the in our walk in, with god as he evaluates us from the end of his life and so it, what we see is he spends a lot of time in the first six chapters referencing vanity the second the rest of the book he spends a lot of time focusing on wisdom and so that's what we're going to do a kind of an introductory thought on the aspect of wisdom from just a couple of verses today so ecclesiastes chapter 7 Verse 11, the Bible says wisdom is good with an inheritance, and by it there is profit to them that see the sun. For wisdom is a defense, and money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. Consider the work of God, for who can make that straight, which he hath made crooked? In the day of prosperity be joyful, but in the day of adversity consider God also has set the one over against the other to the end that men should find nothing after him. So in these passages we look at just a couple of verses in the aspect of wisdom. And what I'm going to do, I have several other books I read as I'm studying these out, and every once in a while I find just some great practical thoughts from some of them that instead of trying to rewrite the whole thing and make it look like mine, I'm just going to share with you something I've read that I think are great powerful truths in this. Uh, This is a book that I study. It's called Living on the Ragged Edge. Um, and it's done by Charles Swindoll. It's really a devotional study through this, one of the many commentaries I look at when evaluating this, but he's got two great thoughts in these verses in the aspect of wisdom. Now, let me give me an understanding of wisdom. We mentioned this a little bit yesterday, but wisdom is not knowledge. There's a big difference between wisdom and knowledge. You can have somebody who has, in our day and age, a lot of degrees, a lot of training, a lot of what we would call knowledge, worldly knowledge about things, but that doesn't necessarily he means wisdom wisdom is the ability to take what knowledge I have and use it correctly. Um, I can know a lot and still be a bad husband. I can know a lot and be a bad employee. I can know a lot, be a bad citizen. Knowledge is not going to solve my problem. The Bible teaches us that knowledge puffs up. All right, so wisdom is being able to use the knowledge that I've been given rightly. Some people get knowledge and they use it wrong. Some, you know, some people get knowledge and they ignore it. Well, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't believe it or whatever. And, and we kind of come to the point where the facts have to agree with me and that's truly what we call our postmodern day. So wisdom is really we talked yesterday about it's better to be rebuked by a wise men. Well that's absolutely necessary. It is absolutely necessary to realize that we get, we should gain wisdom from anybody. I, we really can gain wisdom from anybody from people who are who are younger than us, who have less experience than us, who we consider uh, lesson to position us. We can learn wisdom from anybody. True wisdom will gain knowledge and, and experience from anybody. But he mentions two things. Wisdom uh, Swindoll mentions two things in this book that I think are great in the aspect of wisdom that I think are, are great, powerful truths. He says, first of all, wisdom preserves our lives from human pitfalls. Consider this. While many things are out of our control, including natural disasters, the way others treat us, and the gifts and blessings of God, all of these are out of our control, we, while uh, wise living, can protect us from one of the worst enemies in our life, and that enemy is ourselves. Right, that's the key. We have to understand that a lot of things are out of our control, but our real biggest enemy is us. And what, I mean, what do we mean by that is how sometimes we can wrongly respond to these things. Here's what he said. Are you dealing with problems that were caused by your own foolishness, either because of impatience, pride, or anger? Often these are the very qualities that blind us from resolution. Take a moment to ask God to soften your heart and open your eyes to your own folly, because He longs to restore you. I like to think the point. our pride or impatience or anger, unwillingness to allow wisdom to become part of our life often is a thing that holds us back. We, we, are, we have justified our actions, we're convinced in our actions, and we think everyone else is wrong or whatever it comes down to. But when it really comes down to it, um, we are failing to reconcile and grow um, because of ourselves, our own pride, our own anger. Maybe there's some things you could stop and write down and think, what are some things that might be hindering me from reconciling with somebody or growing in Christ or finding freedom and growth in Jesus Christ? Because these things, my, my own self is a problem. Here's the second thought he gave. Wisdom provides our lives with divine perspective. Wisdom provides our provides our lives with divine perspective. Think about this. Wisdom turns our attention from ourselves to consider the work of God, to realize that while there are circumstances that wise living can avoid, all things are in God's hands and we cannot argue with him or change his course. Such an attitude frees us to enjoy the prosperity he gives us and to accept the challenges he uses to mold us to be the people he wants us to be. Let's look at these verses that he's been referencing and we'll give you an idea of what he's talking about. Again, back to verse 11. Wisdom is a good with inheritance. It brings great blessings when you have it. And by it, there is profit to them that see the sun. Who are them that see the sun? Well, anybody. Anybody who's alive that sees the sun realizes that wisdom is good and it comes with its inheritance. Verse 12. Wisdom is a defense. It's great knowledge. It helps me from making wrong decisions. Wisdom is a defense. And money is a defense. I need money to protect it. You know, frankly, unfortunately, money is a needed tool. Uh, but the excellency of knowledge is wisdom, and giveth life. Money doesn't give life. Wisdom gives life to them that have it. Verse 13, consider the work of God, for who can make straight, which he hath made crooked. The simple point is, I can have a lot of knowledge, I can have a lot of wisdom, But and and there's certain things that wisdom can help me in being, as he said, being wise in my circumstances, to not make bad decisions. But the fact is, there are going to be times in life where God allows things into my life, whether I like it or not. God's going to allow things into my life God's going to uh, direct things into my life that are his plan and I need to allow those things to happen and no amount of wisdom can change what God is doing wisdom actually helps me to embrace God and say "I I don't always understand it but I will trust you in it then he says in verse 14 in the day of prosperity be joyful but in the day of adversity consider God Or consider, God hath also set the one over against the other, to the end that man should find nothing. I think it's a great truth too. Consider God in all of these things. Let me give you two last thoughts before we're done here that I think are, are great in the aspect of just two very practical thoughts about the area of wisdom that we should use. The first thought is this, we dare... Never make a major decision without asking God for wisdom first. He tells us in James, If you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not. That simply means he will give um, openly, and he will never hold back. Upbraideth means he doesn't hold back. So he gives to all men liberally, and holdeth back not. And he will give it to you. Now he just says, Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth, like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind of Toss, let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his way. First of all, I must have faith in the God who's giving the answer. And then when God gives the answer, then I must follow that. If I'm refusing and say, Lord, this is what you want, I know this, but I don't like that, I'm not putting my faith back in God. And because of that, I don't trust what he's telling me because it doesn't fit what I think, excuse me, so go to God for wisdom. Number two, we can't see the whole picture without drawing on wisdom from God. We can't, we can't see everything that's really going on. You know, you've heard the whole phrase, sometimes you can't see the forest because of the trees. You're so close to the trees in front of you, you can't see the full forest. You can't see everything really going on because you're so close. I remember years ago, I was given the opportunity. Someone gave me... Um, my sister, some great tickets to the Phillies game. It was down the third baseline, probably six rows off in the basement. It was so close, you could see everything, it was awesome. But I noticed something different. I'm used to sitting way up in the higher levels, but because I was so close, to it's almost so level to the ground that many times when certain things would happen in the outfield or center field or or frankly at second base i often miss the action because I, it was it was too close i couldn't see the full perspective of the field and one of the things i love when i go to those games is you can see everything going on less well, like life we can be so close to our own battles our own problems what we see that sometimes we're too close to sit back and see what, all the things that God is doing. So wisdom demands that we be careful to draw on God's wisdom. We must trust his wisdom, trust what he's doing. I can't see everything and I know that. So I just trust that God is good and he's got a plan. And in that, then I can trust that God will do what is right and best for me. The key comes down as we finish here is simply this I should strive after wisdom, which we, you can see in the book of Proverbs, and it's simply learning from God. That's where wisdom comes from. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. So I go to God, I learn about God, I trust in God, then I start to gain wisdom. Again, very different than knowledge. May we strive in the Word of God and through the teaching of God and learning more about God to gain biblical wisdom that helps us as parents, helps us as Christians, helps us as citizens, helps us as friends, church members, wherever we are, helps us to be what we need to be and do it well because we have the wisdom from God. Thanks again for joining us on this Monday morning and giving me the chance to be part of your day. Greatly appreciate it. Hope it's a help and hope we'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.